gentlemen, start your engines. Let's talk racing. It's time for the Racing BS Show on Hoosier Country 105. Now, here's your host, Bruce Lear, AJ Bolin, and Rick Evans. Time again for the Racing BS Show. Each and every week, we bring you news from the racing world, starting right here in the heartland of American sprint car racing, then stretching an hour north to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, then out to the rest of the nation. Of course, the Racing BS program brought to you each and every week by IU Credit Union, Rapid Roofing and Restoration, and by the Paragon Speedway. Bruce Lear, good morning. what's happening, man? Oh, it's nice to have you back in the show. And, good uh, to be back. Operational once again, That's A.J. Me, Bolin, and good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Cheers. What's going Bruce, on, guy? Man, it's it's good to have you back off the disabled list. Well, I tell you what, it's good to be back off the disabled. Uh, actually, I'm still on the disabled list. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I'm just trying harder today. That's good. That, that, well, that, that's good to have you back, though, in any form. So, all right. And well, we got to lay some ground rules before we get going. Nobody can talk about basketball today, okay? No. Well, I, I just AJ got benched. AJ will just I, go I just off got, the rails. We'll lose him. Yeah, yeah, I, just, yeah I just got benched because of the rant I was on. I, I got you. I'll not say anything. <laughs> it's the that's, safe move, AJ. Good. It's the safe move. Hey, I, got, uh, I understand. Hey, I got a little something here. While I've been down and out, Yeah. I went back through the last year's question of the days that we had. Okay? Yeah. And I pulled out. The one question that was asked the most. Yes. And I, I just thought I'd bring it out and ask you guys. Oh, okay. Uh, since it, it, it has not gotten on the air yet. And it's not about basketball? No. No. <laughs> I told you I'd stay away from that. Okay, just making sure. Uh, all right. The question that was the most asked question uh -huh. in, in 2023 was... Ginger or Marianne? <laughs> That's a good question. Well, who are you going with? That's a solid question. Who are you going with? <sighs> I think I got to go Ginger. I really do. Ah, you dog. I've you. thought about this a lot, and I really think and I've thought about it too much. Ginger, ah. I think, is is my Who's choice. Who are you going with? Man, can we? That, can we just talk basketball? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. All right, how'd you guys okay. do last night? <laughs> oh, All right, pick? We'll, we'll stay away. We're going to try to keep yeah. AJ out of trouble here. I'm not, no, not going to talk about anything else until I get an answer. <laughs> Bruce, you haven't given us yours. Mine would be, well, uh, in the condition I'm in and my age, I'd have to go with Mrs. Howell. <laughs> <laughs> That's better than Mr. Howell. Yeah, so, yeah, you bet, you bet, you bet. All right. You guys want to talk a little NASCAR? Let's talk a little NASCAR. What do you right. got for us? I have compiled a list of just kind of fun facts about uh, about NASCAR. I thought uh, we could go over those. Some of them are amazing and some aren't. Okay. But, um, for example, at uh, Jimmy Johnson won 83 cup races in his career but never won the Chicagoland in 19 attempts. Wow. Do you know what his only victory was in the Xfinity Series? No. Chicagoland. Well, there you go. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. There are eight 
of the current cup drivers were born after Dale Earnhardt Sr. won his lone victory at Daytona in February of 88. Wow. And 98. Those drivers, that was a typo. Yeah. Uh, 98. N- 98. Hey. That was a typo. I'm trying to type no, one-handed. So it... <laughs> did you expect this to be all right? <laughs> no, no. Man. I was just trying to help all brother right. out. Attaboy. No, you, uh, you, you, there's a bunch more, so you just catch them as you can. Okay. All right. Uh, Carson Hosever, Ty Gibbs, Harrison Burton, Todd Gilliland, Justin Haley, James Smith, <laughs> James. How about Zane? Sure. Zane Smith. <laughs> the oxy's kicking in, guys. I think we it is. We gotta hurry and get this over with. <laughs> surgery right, did him some good. Austin it's fun. Austin Hendrick and yeah, are the driver of the eight that. Uh, I just mentioned that. Okay, yeah, all, all born after uh, after he had that win at uh, Daytona. Wow, that's incredible. All right, now. And real quick, Bruce, to add to that, there is now with Kevin Harvick retired, his retirement, there's not an active cup driver who raced with Dale Earnhardt. Wow. Oh, really? Is that right? Yeah. How about that? Yep. We're getting old. We're getting old. We are. Well, now, wait a minute. What a- you mean to tell me that Bushes didn't race with him? Mm-mm. Kyle Bush did not ever race with Dale Earnhardt. I don't think so. Oh wow! Okay, nope. No. Came in after. I think I think Kyle maybe was still in the Bush series, the now okay. Xfinity series. Maybe had just got to start then. Okay. Okay. Um, right right about that same time, but yeah, I don't think they were ever on track together. Hey, and I got to tell you something. In this next one here, we missed it, man. I and I'll tell you when I come to that. Okay. In the, in the last. 40 years, there have been multiple car numbers that have not visited Victory Lane. Okay, now here's where we made a mistake. If you remember, some time ago, we came up with our favorite list of drivers' names. Yes. Man, did we miss one. How about Goober Sosby? Goober Sosby? That's a guy. No, and I'm not making that up. That is a true guy's name. That's a great name. He won in 51, or uh, the number 51 car, 1954. Dave Marcus, who we all remember, ran that 71 car. He won in 82. Uh, Lenny Pond won in 78. And that is a misspelling. That's Bill Rexford, not Redford. And uh, he won in the 69 and 50. Okay, going on. Jeff Gordon competed at 25 tracks during his NASCAR career. He only failed to win at one of them. You know what one that was? Which one was that? You don't want to take a guess? It's close Kentucky. to home. AJ said Kentucky it. Speedway? Kentucky? Attaboy, attaboy, Juice. Attaboy, Juice. You're smarter than I give you credit for him. <laughs> he was probably <laughs> stuck in traffic trying to get into the race. <laughs> he yeah, probably, probably was. Probably. Yeah, Started really. five laps that, down because he couldn't get in. That's yeah. why exactly. we didn't see him. We were still waiting outside. All right. Only two drivers have won the all-star race as a rookie. You knew who they were? Tell us. Earnhardt Jr. in 2000 and Ryan Newman in 2002. Well, how about that? Okay. Yeah. All right, just a couple more. I know I'm boring you, Ricker, but hang in there, man. We don't have anything else to talk about. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. It's fun. All right. Kyle Busch started 26 Xfinity races during the 2014 season and never finished worse than fourth. That's a pretty darn good record, racing 26 races and no doubt. being less than fourth. 
Uh, what else we got here? Richard Petty won 27 of 48 races in 1967 to finish 6,028 points ahead of second-place finisher James Hilton. That's uh, that's dominant. That's called that's called domination. And the last one that I have here is car number 11 is the only car number with more than a thousand top 10 finishes. And they go, Hamlin has won 340, uh, well, been in the top 10 340 times. Ned Jarrett in the 11 uh, was 232. Cale Yarborough had 172. And Darrell Waltrip was 133. So that car 11's been around for a long time and been up front with uh, some good and bad drivers. Guys, that's all I've got. I can't do any more. <laughs> Very I'm good. Done. That's a lot of facts right there, Bruce. I got that it. Is. That is. That's a heck of a list to you, put together. You've been and, very diligent about your homework. Very well, nice. I really haven't had a doggone thing else to do. <laughs> You're uh, stuck in recovery reading yeah. NASCAR facts. Ricker, have you got anything on IndyCar for us? Not a whole lot to talk about in IndyCar. We're looking forward to the uh, 24 hours of Daytona, not this weekend, but next weekend. There will be a lot of IndyCar drivers and Indy Next drivers involved in that race, including Scott Dixon, Alex Pillow, Joseph Newgarden, uh, Colton Hurdle, Pato Award, Scott McLaughlin, uh, Felix Rosenquist, all involved and more um, throughout that field. So uh, that'll be fun. It'll be a, a very IndyCar heavy field. We'll get to see them for the first time. Uh, IndyCar still uh, kind of looking at possibly another addition to the 2024 schedule. That one could take place late in the season uh, down in South America. However, governments keep changing hands down there, so we'll have to wait and see exactly what happens because uh, uh, government input would be uh, obviously a requirement to race in some place like Argentina. But uh, they pulled a heck of a crowd just doing an exhibition one lap thing down there. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, but that that could happen, and evidently we have some news over the next few months that's going to be leaked out that we'll uh, we'll find out about. But uh, recently, I think last weekend, some of the top drivers met with Roger Penske and uh, had some conversations, and uh, the gist we got of it, I think, is that they're not really allowed to talk about some of the things that are about to happen, but they all came away sounding pretty positive about the okay. things that are about to happen. So hey, Rick, we're looking they, forward uh, to some good news. Have you heard anything regarding the mid-season switch of cars? Is that still on? Or, I think or they just kind of keep pushing that down the road until they think they're absolutely ready to have that hybrid drivetrain come into play. And gotcha. I don't know that yeah, it, it's been pushed back to mid-season. It was going to be at the beginning of the season. Now it's mid-season. We'll just kind of have to wait and see. I know they're not going to put it out there until they're they're totally happy with it. Um, and this isn't necessarily IndyCar, but will probably fall more towards what Juice is going to talk about. I thought it was interesting last week uh, that we were talking about the fact that um, Ray Evernham and Rob Kaufman bought that IROC brand. Well, it was not long after we did that show that they made the announcement the XRX series will not run this year. They are going yep. to just abandon ship. I'm guessing that has something to do with the IROC brand coming online, but I honestly don't know that that's the case. AJ, have you heard anything? You know, I haven't, and that's going to be interesting to watch because the, the SRX series made that announcement but they didn't say that they're 
done. Right. Right. Like, right. They just said they're going to take the year off, which I thought was weird because they had nice TV contracts. I thought they were racing on Saturday nights. They were pulling down sizable numbers and then nice crowds at, at smaller venues. Albeit, yeah, you know but, what? Uh, they've been using the word suspended. Yeah. Yeah. So I, well, we may not see them back again. And if they have the IROC series to compete with, then maybe they're just not going to compete. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think um, some of it may be sponsorship dollar driven. Right, right. When, when it comes to that, right? Because, I mean, even if you look at just Stuart Haas to Tony's race teams there in the Cup Series, I mean, they've lost a lot of sponsorship. Sure. And there's other teams struggling with sponsorship right now. So that may be driving part of it, but it was awfully, I don't it's kind of one of those deals like there are no coincidences, right? Right. I mean, right. for that announcement to come out yeah. about the IROC deal, and Ray Everham was a big part of getting that SRX series off the ground. Right, right. right. Yeah. And he and Tony Stewart were like the main two. And then I think yes. they sold that to another company who took over. Now that company's given up while Everham is picking up the IROC series. Yeah, that's great. All right. You guys, so, uh, are you guys fans of IROC? I am. I thought it was fun. We talked about that a little bit last week. I mean, I have very fond memories of watching IndyCar drivers and uh, especially uh, Steve Kinzer in that IROC yeah, series, yeah. Uh, taking it to the Cup guys down there at Daytona. That was fun to see. Yeah, and you know, I, I always liked the IROC series, but I liked the SRX series because it was more of a short track deal. Right, right. right. And that made what it fun. I There was a little more beating and banging on shorter tracks, and we got to see some tracks we'd normally not get to see. Exactly. What a, and, I, and they gave an opportunity to short track drivers, right? Yeah. Which oh, the IROC yeah. series did at times, but not, not consistently. But what I didn't like about the SRX series was some of the made-for-TV moments. Like, you just knew some of that was staged. Right, right, right. right. Truthfully. I mean, there's no question. So, um, I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I, I think, um, you know, maybe the IROC series goes, goes about it totally different. Maybe they throw in some of these short tracks in, into the mix. Um, where traditionally they were Daytona, Indy, Talladega, uh, you know, tracks like that. Maybe we'll see them at Raceway Park or, you know, who knows? It's going to be fun to watch and and see how it all plays out. We'll have to wait Um, and see what happens there. But I certainly think, you know, Everham said they want to run at least one race in 2024. Well, we know now there's cars available, right? Right. Those (laughs) SRX cars are ready to go. Like I said, they're... (laughs) <laughs> there are no coincidences, so um, certainly interesting timing. No doubt. No doubt about it. Bruce, are you there? Somewhere over the rainbow. <laughs> yes, I'm still oh, here. I'm fogging up, fogging up. The, the, the recovery drugs are kicking in. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. guys got to get me off the phone here pronto. <laughs> well, well, throw, it, throw it to AJ then. All right, Juice, have you got Bruce. anything, anything for us? I do, actually. With AJB. So, we talked a little bit last week about the Chili Bowl. Right. Um, that was last Saturday night. And uh, no surprise to see Logan Seavey park it in victory lane, pick up his uh, second victory in the Chili Bowl. He's back-to-back winner now. He won last year as well. And and just a quick recap here. Listen to the, to the year that young man had. Um, he was the 2023 USAC Silver Crown champ. He was the USAC... Uh, national Midget Champ. He won Indiana Midget Week with USAC. He won two USAC National Series races in one day at two different tracks. He swept the four crown at Eldora. 
and now he won the Chili Bowl back to back. Wow! Like, my God, that's you know, a heck of a year. Like, that, I don't. That's crazy. That's Kyle Larson like talk. You know? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, um, again, no surprise to see him back in victory lane. The race. Um, I'll be honest. I didn't. I watched highlights. I didn't watch it live. I watched. Um, I watched the main, and he pretty much had the field. It was not very exciting. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, and it kind of rubbered down and and um, pretty tough race track to to race on. So, right. which is unfortunate, but man, it's dirt. You know, yeah. I mean, there you can tear it up and prep it again, which they normally do out there. But it definitely rubbered up and made it difficult to pass. So, um, Supercross last Saturday night, Bruce, did you catch any of that? You probably weren't in any condition to. No, I I, I must have missed that, JJ. Was that the one in San right, Francisco? Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, so the that mud was, fest. That was fun. The mud fest. Yeah, you talk about uh I mean the racing wasn't great, but it was definitely man, you had to watch it just to see who was gonna, you know, <laughs> get sucked into a rut and off the race course and uh Chase Sexton picked up the win in the four fifty class. That series rolls into San Diego this Saturday for their next event. Uh Supercross will also be in Indy at Lucas Oil Stadium on March sixteenth. Um I know you told me not to talk about basketball, but obviously when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to March of this year, just buy tickets to Supercross. It's, it's going to give you have... something to look forward to in March. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we're not we're not going to be following basketball <laughs> at that time. So sorry, had to throw that in. Yeah, That's all we, I got. We knew that I was coming. We're going to make it through this whole thing. <laughs> I couldn't. It's just too painful. So. It, it did hurt. It hurts. Do you, you have a question for us, Bruce? I've got one question for you guys. All Are right. you ready? I'm ready. All right. This is the IU Credit Union, the Rapid Roofing and Restoration, and the Paragon Speedway, home of the Cunning Hamburger. Question of the day. Next question. You answered every question just right. Too bad you missed. That was a $9 question. Anyone else have a question? All right, guys, this week's question comes to us from George and his lovely wife, Martha, who reside in Mount Vernon, Indiana, way down south. Uh, George recommends the Half Moon Saloon for catfish and hush puppies and an ice cold beer. You can't go wrong there, can you, Ricker? No doubt. All right, George was wondering if Juice might be able to help him explain the progression of spectator seating at the Indy 500 track. Wow, George, that's a that is a great question and and um, pretty interesting to research and get the answer. So, the, this first number I'm going to throw out is kind of surprising. Um, the number of fans who attended the first Indy 500 1911, there were 80,000 spectators. Oh, wow, wow, you know what? it's always been big. Juice, I would have guessed 2,000. Yeah. yeah. Nope. There were eighty thousand oh people. God. So no, I that's no crazy. Idea. That eighty thousand was that the front straightaway, or where, where was that? Obviously, I don't think there were eighty thousand seats in stand A and B. So, but those those stands were on the front straightaway, and and those were the first two built, and I think the only two true grandstands for that first race, from what I could find. So everybody else was people, just all over the place. Yeah, they were just standing, right? Standing, literally wow. standing room only. So Grandstand G, one of the changes, and like I said, there's been several renovations over the years, but Grandstand G was renovated in 1956 and turned into what we now see going into turn two, where the suites are, right? Okay. That, okay. Okay. 
and so Grandstand G is still there. They added a Vista. Um, the first phase of all the grandstands were built from 1910 to 1914. The second phase of additions and changes were post-World War II uh, when the Speedway reopened. The Vistas that are now so familiar and popular with a lot of folks, um, they were added between the 60s and the 90s. Okay. Uh, so that was another big change in addition as you go around the track, right? And then Project 100 in 2016, when they were making all the changes and improvements um, to the grandstands to get ready for the 100th running, um, that's the current configuration we see it in. So there are now 235,000 seats Wow! at IMS. Okay. And Wow. And obviously the numbers, the numbers for the race, you know, we hear that thrown out 250, 300. I mean, we never get an exact number, but right. there's 235,000 seats. I That's did not just know that. Okay. Right. And everybody yeah. else you see on the hills on the inside, yeah. that doesn't count that number. Right. Correct. Right. Wow. Correct. Yeah. So, so pretty interesting. I, I'm like, 80,000. Wow. 80,000. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would eighty thousand. That one. All right. Hey, that was great, Juice. Thank you. George and Martha will love that answer. Well, good. We're, we hope well, they're happy. Ricker, yep. Got to keep. I am done. Got to keep George and Martha happy. Here. <laughs> All right. We'll get you. Uh, we'll get you going again, Bruce. Well, uh, thank you for uh, joining us. We appreciate it, Bruce. Especially you in your rehab state. We we appreciate you taking the time thank and you, uh, taking enough pills to get through this show. <laughs> <laughs> AJ, as always, thank you for being here, sir. Thank you. We'll get this uh, podcast online, whcc105.com, and, of course, every week on Spotify. This show brought to you by IU Credit Union, Rapid Roofing and Restoration, and by the Paragon Speedway. This is your WHCC Hoosier Country 105 roving reporter communicating to you via the WHCC Western Command Center and still defending Fort Whistlepig deep in the black hills of South Dakota.